I'm Polly. I'm a mom, a wife, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and founder of No Kegels University. I have helped thousands of women stop leaking, enjoy intimacy, and feel proud of their bodies, even after having kids. After years of listening to women wonder why no one talks about leaking, how they should properly recover after having a baby, and that pleasurable intimacy is possible, I started to get real frustrated because I believe that no mom or woman should struggle when there are answers. It became my mission to shed light on the lack of postpartum care and the lack of discussion on issues that relate to women and their health, even if they can be uncomfortable sometimes. It also became my mission to change the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more. Here we go. Episode 61, the top three exercises for diastasis or diastasis recti. I don't know about you, but anytime I am looking for a solution to a problem I'm having, like decluttering my home or making bedtime easier, I am very easily inundated with the Googles of this article or this video or this reel of how to make those things better. And I have such an easy time clicking on those clickbait titles, just like the one here, the top three exercises for diastasis. I will click on those titles, the top four things you need in your home to keep it decluttered once and for all, or the top two things you need to do to make bedtime easier with your kids and let you go to bed stress-free or, or something like that. And oftentimes what happens when I watch that video or reel or read that article is I'm either A, very unimpressed because I've heard those things before and maybe they've worked, maybe they haven't worked, or B, I am very impressed because I haven't seen or heard of those suggestions before. And then my mind immediately goes to, well, why haven't I heard that before? It must mean it's not true. But then my brain goes back, well, what about the things that I've heard that I have heard before and they didn't really work. Well, what's true? And my brain goes back and forth and my very analytical brain immediately thinks, okay, but nobody's telling me the why behind this. So for today's episode, I want to share with you the top three exercises that I give my patients and coaching clients for diastasis. And even if you don't have diastasis, I think this is such a great start, but I'm going to give you the reasoning behind why these are my three favorites and why most all of my patients get these to start. So the first is crawling. The second is a jumping jack plank, but it's done at an incline. And the third is a walk with exaggerated arm swing. So the first is crawling. And they first start out on their back, right? And then of course we work on tummy time. And then they get good. They can roll from their back to their belly. And then from there, they will end up, you know, pushing to sit up. And now they're sitting up just like I am here and maybe just like how you are too. And then eventually they'll, you know, start putting weight on their hands and they will move into being on their hands and their knees. And then eventually they start crawling. And from that point, I'm sure you probably haven't noticed this before or observed this, after they crawl, then they start pulling to stand. And then now they're hanging onto furniture and they're walking 
their well, their legs are moving and their arms are hanging on and it's called creeping and then they're walking and it all started from that crawling point. And that's what I love about crawling is because of the reason it's so instrumental in opening up these babies worlds into more movement patterns and more milestones. The same can be done for us. Because when we're pregnant, our abdominal muscles, our core muscles, they go they go through so many different stages and phases. And so it's important to remember that, but to bring it back to the basics and say, okay, let's crawl. Let's reestablish how our core should be working without us really having to do very much. And the beautiful thing is, is most of our kids are down on the ground. And so we can crawl <laughs> while they are on the ground. So we can play with them and be doing this core exercise. It doesn't have to be a production. And another reason that this is one of my most favorites is, of course, developmentally, this is how a baby works and us going back to that very beginning. But another reason is, is that we, when our arms move and our legs move, that is when our core turns on. So now we have a double whammy. Our core is having to work, but in a weight bearing position, right? If we're on our hands and knees. And so as opposite arm, opposite leg moves forward at the same time, or at least that's what I want you to work on. Opposite arm, opposite leg, opposite arm, opposite leg, opposite arm, opposite leg. And now we're crawling. Well, now our arms are moving. Our legs are moving. That means our core is turning on. And in that weight bearing position, it's such a beautiful thing for our neuromuscular system, the system that really takes care of all of our muscular functions without us having to tell them what to do. It's now working in such a fundamental and developmental way that it really, I don't want to say quickly solves, but it puts into place all the pieces that maybe were disrupted when we were pregnant. So that's one of the reasons I love crawling so much. And we can do it with our kids. And that's my most favorite. Any exercise that we can do with our kids. And really, our kids have no idea. They just think that we're playing with them. All right. The second exercise, the top two, or the second place in the exercises for diastasis recti is a jumping jack plank at an incline. Now, I am not a lover of just stationary planks. I like planks where you are moving and you're doing things dynamically. And so if you can imagine with me for a moment, if you are doing a plank off the side of the bed, so your elbows would be on the side of the bed, and then of course your feet are going to be on the ground, you're now at an incline. I love this because it offloads some of the weight, so we're not stressing our abdominal muscles too much, but we're also giving them some input here that they need in order to become stronger. And the cool thing about this one is you can do it off the side of the bed, but you could do it off the side of the wall too. Yes, that's a very easy exercise probably, but it's an exercise nonetheless. And however you need to do this, you can make it easy, you can make it harder. So of course, doing it off the wall where maybe your hands are on the wall and your feet are out on the ground and you're in that plank position, but at an incline, but then now you're going to jump your feet in and out. My favorite is off the side of the bed just because we roll out of the bed often right to start our day or maybe our little one we just laid them on the bed and changed their bum and they're sitting there cooing and moving and doing all those cute things that they do or maybe you are just getting ready to get into bed the bed is very prevalent in your life and so you can easily put your elbows or your hands on the side of that bed put your kick your feet out into that plank position you're not trying to hold any um 
activation or tightening of any muscle, you're just get yourself into that position. And as long as you can breathe, breathe comfortably, then do that. And then you're going to jump those feet in and out, just like a jumping jack. And of course, monitor, maybe you don't jump out as far. Maybe your um, rhythm is a lot slower. You pick whatever's best for you. And of course, I should have prefaced this in the beginning. Before starting any exercise pro program, please consult with your healthcare provider as they know more about your health and current state of health than I would. And then the third <laughs> is the walk with the exaggerated arm swing. Oftentimes, I think that we forget about the core because so many people will tell you to lay on the ground and do exercise. But you'll notice that you're very dynamic in a lot of these positions. You're moving. And I think walking, especially as a mother, where we have either recently been through that postpartum phase where our breast tissue changes, our weight's changing, how our tummy is working, we almost get locked into this like soldier-like position and so by adding, so when we walk, this would truly, I wouldn't necessarily, I would set some time to do it. So maybe if you're walking from one room to another, maybe you add this in. But as you're walking, I really want you to exaggerate that arm swing because getting that core working in this third plane, this transverse plane where it's diagonal and rotational, it's really going to now give input into those abdominal muscles. And think with me for a moment, when you were pregnant, did you have an arm swing when you walked? No way. You probably looked, I like to call it like the cowboy walk or the pregnancy walk. It's almost like a waddle and your arms are just at your side. You don't have that rotation because that belly and that sweet baby is in there, and rightfully so, of course, taking up some of that space, not allowing you to have that rotation. And I think that that is such an important piece because we're 3D people living in a 3D world. We need that extra plane to give input into the core. And so if you have just found out that you have diastasis, if you are not sure if you have it, if your little one is seven years old and you haven't started strengthening of any kind, this is legitimately the things I would have you start with. And remember, you're not holding your breath. You're just going to let your body do what it's supposed to do. All of these positions are going to require your muscles to turn on like they used to. And that's one of the most favorite things about that a lot of my patients and clients say about my programming is that they say, well, I don't have to worry about tightening this muscle or doing this. I just have to do the, the movement or the motion. And that is exactly right. I do design them that way. But I also design it that way because that's how our neuromuscular system works. And to be quite on, honest, that neuromuscular system is smarter than you and it's smarter than me. And all my programming comes with that method and that logic in mind so that all you have to do is just do the exercise or the motion or the movement and your body is going to take care of the rest. And so... With that, I would encourage you to check out the DR Myths Busted in the show notes. Um, it's a new free resource that I have really walking you through more myths about diastasis. Some are true, some are not true, where you can learn more. I also would love to invite you to join the No Kegels University Sorority it's a free group I have where I go live every week doing trainings, where I give you pelvic floor and core exercises and have a Q&A and lots of other challenges throughout the year. So I invite you to join. And with that, 
remember you're an heiress and a queen and everything in between. See you in the next one. If you enjoyed this episode or even wondered if I can help you, check the show notes for more details. And to see what else I'm up to, follow me on the socials at Beyond the V, period, by Polly. Because I'm changing the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more, I still need your help. Please subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend or two. See you next week.